you know, I think my friend Bill Webb just said it the best. We were talking on Facebook and he said, every time Jersey Jack Pinball releases a new game, it's a moment. And he's right. He's absolutely right. There's just something about a new Jersey Jack release that does something to us pinball fans that no other company does because we know, we know deep down inside this company just spends more time, more effort, and puts more into these games. Now, look, you could argue that that's not the smartest approach, that they should get more games out a year, but I don't agree with that. I don't. I think one epic game from Jersey Jack Pinball a year is enough. I really do. Look what happens when you start making Star Wars movies every year. It was a moment, right, when Star Wars movies would come out once every three years. There was something about that that was special. There's a reason why we love the Olympics and the World Cup. It's because it's not every single year. And I think when you make four to five pinball machines a year, it's not a moment anymore. Right? When a new Stern game comes out, yeah, we're excited to see new pinball, but it's just not the same. And how quickly are those games forgotten? Right? How quickly does a new Stern machine come out in which we all of a sudden move on to the next? And I think tomorrow is going to be a moment. It's going to be a moment in which you're going to say, is Canada right? Was all this hype worth it? And I think you're going to be smiling from ear to ear tomorrow. I think tomorrow's going to be a day that delivers a pinball exciting moment like you haven't seen in a very long time. And I can't wait for all of you to see this game that Eric worked on. Now, the reason I named this show Thank You, Jack, is I really want to just do a quick podcast and thank Jack Guanari for creating Jersey Jack Pinball because I've given this company praise. I've, I've torn this company down when they've made stupid moves. But we really have to thank the man who was driven to create a company that would give you an alternative to Stern Pinball. It really was just that simple. Like he wasn't happy with the products he was selling when he was selling Stern machines. Now obviously Stern machines have have improved, but let's face it, who forced Stern to get better? If there was no competition, Stern machines would not be where they are today. And it was Jack Guinari's dream to create a company that would elevate pinball. And I think Jersey Jack Pinball over the years has been a little bit of a mixed bag for all of us, right? It's like we want to love the games more than we normally do or than we actually do for many of you out there. The games have had a lot in them, but they've been overly complex. The games have had reliability issues and created headaches for owners and operators. But I think tomorrow we're going to see the new Jersey Jack Pinball. But it's still Jersey Jack. It still carries his name. It was his dream to create this company. You know, when I think about Jersey Jack Pinball and its relationship to Stern and why we think uh, Jersey Jack Pinball uh, is going to eventually cross the Rubicon and make a game and be successful, I always think of Steve Jobs in this interview he did when he talks about Microsoft because I definitely think Stern Pinball is like the monster, the juggernaut in the pinball world. They're the Microsoft of pinball. You know, they're not the dreamers. They're the ones who are capitalizing on the opportunity to make money in pinball right now. And they're doing it so well time and time again. I want to play for you uh, what Steve Jobs said about Microsoft. And tell me this doesn't feel like what Jack Winari would say if he was talking about Stern Pinball. So let me, let me air this for you right now. They have two characteristics. I think they're very strong opportunists. And I don't mean that in a bad way. And two, they're like the Japanese. They just keep on coming. 
Now, they were able to do that because of the revenue stream from the IBM deal. Uh, but nonetheless, they, they made the most of it, and I, I give them a lot of credit for that. The only problem with Microsoft is they just have no taste. They have absolutely no taste, and, and, and what that means is, I don't mean that in a small way, I mean that in a big way, in the sense that they, they don't think of original ideas, and they don't bring much culture into their product. Um, and, and you say, well, wh why is that important? Well, you know, proportionally spaced fonts come from typesetting and beautiful books. That's where one gets the idea. If it weren't for the Mac, they would never have that in their products. Um, and so I, I guess I am saddened, not by Microsoft's success. I have no problem with their success. They've earned their success for the most part. I have a problem with the fact that they just make really third-rate products. Their products have no spirit to them. Their products have no in, sort of spirit of enlightenment about them. They are very pedestrian. And the sad part is, is that most customers don't, don't have a lot of that spirit either. But, it, but the way that we're going to ratchet up our species is to take the best and to spread it around to everybody so that everybody grows up with better things and starts to understand the subtlety of these better things. And Microsoft's just, you know, it's McDonald's. So um, that's what saddens me. Not that Microsoft is one, but that uh, Microsoft's products don't display more, more insight and, and more creativity. Wow. And I, you know, I really, that's how I feel lately when we just keep seeing a lot of the same sort of ideas come out in the pinball hobby. And it's not just Stern, ladies and gentlemen. I've been following this hobby now for five years, and you really just get a sense that a lot of the pinball machines that come out, they are pedestrian. They are simple. And if there's one thing that Jersey Jack Pinball is not, it's pedestrian. It's not simple. They allow their designers to put everything they can into these games, and that's why you know they take big risks, and sometimes those risks work out. And sometimes they haven't. And for the most part, the, the, the risk-taking at Jersey Jack Pinball has not worked out. It has not worked out. They have not achieved the success of a Stern Pinball. And we have to give Stern credit for that. But here's the thing. I think it all changes tomorrow. And what you're going to see tomorrow, I think, is going to change everything. I think they're going to have a sales hit on their hands. I think they're going to sell out in one day of their collector's editions. And the other thing that's going to happen tomorrow that's never been done before in the history of pinball, people, is this game is already in people's homes. So they are even going to do something that Stern Pinball has never done. They are going to announce tomorrow that this game is already out in the world inside people's homes. It's in Australia already being played. And so... This is also going to be a moment in which Jersey Jack Pinball is going to announce that they have up to 100 games already built and in box tomorrow, people. You heard it here first on Canada's Pinball Podcast. That is their target, to build 100 games and have them new in box ready for you tomorrow. No more eight months of waiting. No more streaming Pirates of the Caribbean for a year before it goes on the line. No more waiting months and months and months for your games. Tomorrow, you will have Guns N' Roses available to pick up at the Chicago factory. This is going to be an amazing day. And I want to thank Jack. 
And I want to thank Jack. And I know Jack sometimes thinks I'm a horrible person. I want to thank him for being a dreamer, for taking a huge risk and going out in the world and creating a pinball company. Against all odds, he has succeeded, he's failed, but ultimately, he has succeeded. His company lives on. And I know that Leonard and Brett now own Jersey Jack Pinball, but the reason why they own it, the reason why they invested in it is because they believed in Jack and they believed in Jack's products and they are carrying his dream on into the future. And that's a good thing. It is a good thing. He created something of value and that's why the money came to help him out. We've seen another pinball company recently with all this investment dollar do nothing. They don't have a line. They don't have games in box. They're not making pinball machines. They're just designing stuff. That's not what it takes. You know, Jack put these players on the court as well. You know, Jack is the one who found Eric and gave Eric a job and gave Eric his shot, allowed Eric to design a game. I mean, Jack saw something in him, and now you're all going to see something in Eric tomorrow that is just going to blow you away. This guy's it. This guy's it. And, I, and, and when I say, like, that this guy's it, I mean, there are two people in pinball right now that are just pinball right now, and I put this on Facebook, Keith Elwin and Eric Minier, they're pinball, hard stop. These two men, that's pinball nowadays, hard stop. They are so far above everybody else. It's at the point now where it's like they feel like uh, you know, Tarantino and Spielberg, right? George Lucas and Spielberg. It's like movie directors. It's like I only want to buy pins from Keith Elwin and Eric Minier now. Unless Pat Lawler can win me over with Toy Story, those are the two guys, that, that those are the pins I want to own. And it's exciting. It's exciting to see what comes from each of them. But we would not have Jersey Jack Pinball if it wasn't for Jack. And we would not have Stern where they are today if it wasn't for Jack. If Jack didn't push and move this hobby forward, we would all be playing games with crappy Photoshop drag and drop artwork. We probably wouldn't even have LCDs yet. Stern would just keep making those games the way they made those games. Because like Steve Jobs said, and I mean this, a lot of you out there, you're pedestrian. You don't push these products forward. You don't demand more in your pinball. And that's a sad part of pinball, is that customers don't stand up and say, this is not good enough for the money. You all just keep buying and buying and buying. And you keep buying every new Stern, regardless of the quality, regardless of this. And yeah, they got better. But look, the prices went way through the roof. The only reason a Stern LE is $9,000 is because Jersey Jack Pinball showed them that there's customers out there that will spend $9,000. Now, unfortunately, Jack was putting so much in his machines that they were worth $9,000. But you're buying Stern machines that are worth nowhere near $9,000. And of course, Stern Pinball wants you to think, oh, if it's fun, then what does it matter, Canada? It does matter. It does matter. And tomorrow you're going to see, and this is why I can't wait for you to see Guns N' Roses. Tomorrow you're going to see what you should always have been getting for your money when you start spending this kind of money. You're also going to see the potential of what pinball machines should look like in 2020 and what can be in a pinball machine of what someone who is a dreamer, who is creative, who's not pedestrian, what it's like when he makes a pinball machine, unlike the cookie cutter, fan layouts, Stranger Things approach to pinball, okay? You know what I mean. So Jack, thank you so much. Thank you for finding Eric. Thank you for giving Eric his shot. Eric, thank you. Thank you for designing a machine that is all heart, man. It is all, this game is all heart. It's incredible. You're gonna love it tomorrow. And thank you, Leonard, for saving Jack's dream. 
I mean, literally, you saved his dream. Jack was out of money, man. They stopped the line. They just walked up to the line one day and said, we're done. It's over. And it was until Leonard stepped in. Now, obviously, there's been a lot of management things back and forth. And I think Leonard's probably learned a lot of lessons about how hard it is. This billionaire banker has learned that probably the hardest company in his repertoire of companies to make money is pinball. And I think he's still in it because there's just something special about it because Unlike everything else, you can make all this money in banking and wineries, but there's something about your final product being a pinball machine that makes it a moment, right? You can't wheel out a bottle of wine and have a real moment the way you can reveal a pinball machine, right? It's a moment. Bill Webb is right. Every time a Jersey Jack machine comes out, it's a moment. I know a lot of you won't sleep well tonight as you wait for Guns N' Roses. I know you're going to be satisfied beyond belief tomorrow. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this little episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast. I'm happy to be back. I have to give a shout-out to my Patreon contributor, Mr. Keith B. Is it Galaxy? Keith, thank you so much for donating to Canada's Pinball Podcast. And if you listen to this podcast and you haven't donated and you've listened to 513 free episodes, come on, people. Canada's Pinball Podcast, go to Patreon or PayPal me at enderkoolurris at gmail.com and get in the game. Get in the game. Love y'all. Have a good Sunday. Bye.